I did find my HTML and CSS for Dummies book the other day. Uh, I'm sure there's some rich content in there. (laughs) What's going on with you, Kyle? Nothing much. Yeah. What's going on with you? Oh, a lot of things. I'm on two projects. One is really quick, like client had a UI. It needs some improvement, basically. You know, I had a couple of navs going, consolidate that into one thing. They had user testing on it and some people were kind of confused about where they were at any given point. You know, stuff like like just like general usability stuff. So working on doing quick updates to that and then testing those updates this week. So we'll see how that goes. Nice. And then the other one I've been on for a few months now, and I'm doing visual design for that one. Nice. So it's an app to help people who are overcoming opioid addiction. So it's an amazing team Very of people. Cause. Yeah, it's really, it's been really nice to be on a project like that. And the team is amazing. So much fun to work with. And uh, it's been nice to to flex visual design stuff. It's been a while since I've owned that part of anything. Mm-hmm. I've been building out a couple landing pages in HubSpot CMS. They use a form of Jekyll or Liquid, which Jekyll also uses. And so does Middleman. And so does Shopify. So it's sort of familiar, but sort of not. I've spent a lot of time like grazing through documentation. And their documentation is sort of verbose, Mm. which is sort of terrible. But at least it's there. Yeah. I'd rather read through too much than not enough and guess. But I think I got a handle of it. Well, did you make the page? Uh, it's almost done. Yeah. Cool. So it sounds like you're getting a handle on it. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Like learning new things. I've been working with Tailwind. Ooh. I've known about Tailwind and have flitted around in Tailwind for oh, in the past, but this is the first time I've actually sat down and, and used it. Mm-hmm. It's I'm very spoiled. What are your hot takes? Hot takes. It can be kind of frustrating. For someone like me, I like to work pretty quickly. So I'm I was constantly looking up documentation for like what is the value for this with? You know what I mean? Like the numbers they don't correlate directly to like the number value. You know, it's like like with a four is like two M's, I think. Yeah. And then then like after a while you you learn like it's just all multiplier and Yeah. It's been great. Haven't spent a lot of time consolidating classes into one class name, if that makes sense. That's a refactor that it's just been on the back burner. The markup looks pretty messy Mm -hmm. because of all the class names. You can't do anything with pseudo elements. I mean, you have to like really dig in and like make up your own stuff to handle those things, but there's nothing in Tailwind to take care of that easily. So things like styling bullet points, like stuff like that. Or if you want to have like an after or before on an element and you can't do that and you can't do that in line either with the style attribute, but their documentation is really good, really easy to find something. So that's, that's like really nice to be able to do, you know, Mm -hmm. I've been using Figma a lot too. Finally, I've learned auto layout. I've been avoiding it forever. (laughs) Now when I go into the code base, I'm like, wait, auto lay. Uh, I like, I think about it in terms of Figma, like, Wow. I'm like, I wish I could just do it like Figma does it now. <laughs> That's so easy. That's a pretty big shift. Yeah. I don't think I've ever really thought about it that way. I haven't had much time in Figma 
besides like really rapid prototyping, which doesn't allow for like that kind of dive into a lot of the newer features that Figma has. Well, I've been doing it so much that this rapid prototype that I made, it has all, I'm using all of that stuff. Like I figured it's going to take the same amount of time, whether I spend time up front making those components or I don't do that. And then I just update like everything individually. Every time I make a change, it's like the same amount of, of time, but like, how much do you want to curse? So I do the cursing up front rather than throughout the entire experience. So that's, it's, it's been better. It's been good. Awesome. Have you been able to play with the interactive components? Do you have that feature unlocked? Tell me more. Cause I might actually need to use something that's more interactive or something else. Maybe it is fully unlocked. I know for a while it was like a feature flag kind of thing, but it's a interactive component. So like if you have any kind of like button or toggle, you can set its hover state and the the not hover state, the default, like all of the different states of that one button live in one interactive component. And so like for a toggle, it'll do like some smart animation and toggle between the two. I've seen on the Twitter sphere, some like really interesting things that people are doing. Yeah. Cause they interact and animated. So it's, it's, it becomes like very uh, robust tool, I guess. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. I haven't used that. I've been taking advantage of variations of, of symbols. Mm-hmm. So that's been really, that's been really cool. That was like a new feature. I, I, I realized they, they had rolled out. But then again, it could be not new. I don't know. Never really, again, got my hands super, super dirty in Figma until the past six months or so. Until the next tool comes along and then you got to <laughs> learn everything again. But I don't know what could... I mean, Figma is like sketch on steroids, you know? <laughs> it is awesome to be able to share a link with someone. Yeah, it's it's amazing how it really started just as a like collaborative design tool. Yeah. And how powerful that is compared to like every other design tool before it. But it's certainly like evolved and grown. I definitely agree though that at some point some other tool will come along and we'll be <laughs> like, ah. I know. Which is great. I mean, you know, we need that's technology is always changing. Yeah. The future is uncertain. <laughs> See, we didn't know that was gonna happen. Ava agrees. What else is there for what might be the last ever tentative? with me on it with you <laughs> it's up to you kyle i mean what have you always imagined your My last potentially tentative. last tentative i mean you've been doing tentative for so long what are some of your highlights what are some of your greatest hits i don't even know i feel like for the most part we've done like three episodes for all of tentative the first episode was me and Rada. The second episode was me and you. And then the third yeah. episode was me, you, and a guest. <laughs> That's true. I like the guests. Yeah. They've been fun. I have a lot of memories of recording in the Boston studio. Like very particular feeling of, because we used to record on Fridays. And then uh, when the pandemic and the quarantine were like, I remember being like, could we do Monday instead? Because <laughs> Friday now is is like, exa- I, I'm so tired by the end of the week. <laughs> After all these video calls, <clears throat> let's start at the top, you mm-hmm. know. But I remember like Friday running down to six, and we would chat, chat away. It was so fun. Ugh, I really miss the mm-hmm. office. 
similar. I, I've recorded in so many different places now that feels weird to pinpoint one, but like definitely uh, the Austin studio house. I used to have to like kick people out of a certain room. And then in WeWork, I just like the looks I would get from people because I would have to carry around my mic with me to find a phone yeah. booth so that I could record. And like people would walk by me talking into this like giant mic just looking at me strange. It was always fun. Nice. Recording in the New York office was always a little little tough for me because it was in the very, very, very yeah. back in a tiny, tiny, tiny room. And it was there was no windows or ventilation or any. So after a while, you're just like, I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm just like producing so much energy mm-hmm. in this room. Yeah. <laughs> By just talking to a computer. <laughs> yeah, I recorded once in there. I recorded in the Boston studio with you in person. That was very fun. That was that a good was. day. I remember we did our hiring like yep. jam. And then after that, we talked about it. I think it was my, my, probably my favorite tentative experience because we got to hang out in person we did. and during one of the summits too. Yeah. We did do a summit tentative. Didn't I go on a uh, segue during that summit? <laughs> we saw many segues. Um, did not go on any of them that, though. That is the thing that I'll, I'll take away is segues and good, bad, and the ugly. Whenever I see a Segway, I mean, when I was in Rome, I saw a bunch of Segways and I just immediately took a video and sent it to you (laughs) from Italy. Here you go. One day I will come visit you in Austin and we will go on a Segway tour. Yes. That sounds sounds awesome. And we can do that other thing that you want to do with everyone's like (laughs) pedaling around on a bar, whatever the hell that is. I don't actually want to do that. Party bar. What is it called? We just call it a bar cart. I love that. I can't wait to be able to be a person again yeah. in real life, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and not pixelated. Uh-huh. Well, let's do good, the bad, and the ugly. On what? I don't know. It's your choice. The good. The bad. And the ugly. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Uh, prickly pear cacti. Okay. What's the good? Man, they look so cool. They're like okay. little pod-like things that grow out of other pod-like things. Cool. The bad is is how sharp they can get, how prickly. Sure. And the ugly is right now how sad they all are. And like bloated, yeah. like waterlogged. Yeah. <sighs> That's a good one. And they're fun to draw too, aren't they? They are. That is a good thing about them. I do enjoy drawing my pricklies. I like drawing fiddle leaf figs. <laughs> Those are fun. I got one recently too, and I'm just like a in awe of it. I'm like, it's so cool. Yeah. I've heard they're tricky. So good luck. I know. They this one has been pretty happy. Nice. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I talked to it too. I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> You're still alive. <laughs> Thanks. Nice. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kyle. Shall we end the episode? Yes. Okay. You want to take us the, home? The footnotes. Yeah. So this has been an episode of Tentative. You can find our show notes at tentative.fm. You can email us at hosts at tentative.fm. Mostly just Jacqueline now. Mm-hmm. You can tweet at us at tentative.fm. You can subscribe in your favorite podcasting app and rate us in that app as well. 
think that's it. I did it. You did it. Thank you for being so much fun to do this with being such a wonderful co-host. Mm, thank you too. It's been wonderful recording with you. Thank you for stepping in all those years ago when Rita left. It's been my honor. <laughs> and tentative has always been a highlight of my week. Same. It's always been a lot of fun. Hopefully everyone enjoyed listening to these hundreds of episodes. Yes. And we'll see what, what the future is in store. Mm-hmm. But for now, we shall say see you later. See you later. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by ThoughtBot. ThoughtBot is your expert design and development partner. Let's make your product and team a success.